Hello and welcome to day 40 of our Together We Go podcast. Let's pray before we begin. Father, I thank you for this precious time that we have with you and with one another. Lord, we're just so grateful for your faithfulness that no matter what, when we come before you and simply make our hearts available to you, we realise that you never stopped speaking to us. We realise that you never stopped leading and guiding us. That your desire has always been to, to lead, to love, for us to live with such awareness of you. Father, where before we had no awareness of who you are, now that we do, help us to live. Not putting you into a box, a box called morning devotion or a box called Sunday morning, or a box called when I hang out with Christian friends. But Lord, I pray that you would be, you will be ingrained into every part of our lives. Lord, I pray that our decision making, the the activities at work, in our home life, in, in both in our private and public life, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would be at the centre of it, that you'd be at the centre and at the head of all things, Lord, that we would simply know what it is to be led by your Holy spirit thank you father that your word is a a yeah it is a gift to us lord that no matter what is going on we can open the word of god even when we feel as though you are silent your words are, have already been made available to us so father i thank you for your word and i pray lord that you would speak to us today in jesus name we pray amen amen okay so we are now on colossians uh, 4 and going to be reading from verses 7 until uh, 18. So it says, Tychicus, 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 um, will tell you all about my activities. He's a beloved brother and faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are, and that he may encourage your hearts, and with him, on um, uh, Onesimus, our faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you. They will tell you of everything that has taken place here. Arist Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you, and Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning whom you have received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. And Jesus, who is called Justice. There are these are the only men of the circumcision among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God, and that have been that have been a comfort to me. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ Jesus, greets you, always struggling on your behalf in his prayers, that you may stand mature and fully assured in all the will of God. For I bear him witness that he has worked hard for you and for those in Laodicea and in Hierapolis. Luke, the beloved physician, greets you, as does Demas. Give my greetings to the brothers at Laodicea and to Nympha and the church in her house. And when this letter has been read among you, have it also read in the church of the Laodiceans and see that, also, that you also read the letter from Laodicea. And say to Archippus, see that you fulfill the ministry that you have received in the Lord. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. Wow. So these are the final words that Paul is writing to the Colossian church in Colossae. And um, there's a lot of words there. I really should have uh, pronounced, practiced pronouncing. I don't know about you, but because normally when I read the Bible, I don't read it out loud. So when I get to these names, I kind of just, I guess I read them like they're not, 
they, they can't be verbalized. I just kind of look at them and go, oh, that's a name. And then I pass over it. So actually reading it out loud is making me wonder, how do you pronounce this? And I'm pretty sure in my Korean northern Guildford, Surrey, English accent. I'm not saying them in the right way. Um, but one thing that is so clear and we see throughout Paul's letter is, is that whilst uh, whilst Paul was an established apostle, he most definitely uh, worked with other people. He was very aware of what God was doing through other people in other parts of the world. So he didn't live or minister in this isolated place but he had uh, he related to lots of different people who were all serving Jesus in different ways and in different places and so we see here that again relationships with our fellow brothers and sisters especially those who are serving with us and alongside us are so so key and so important and so one thing that I really uh, that I've picked up as I was reading this was that there's no mention of power, there's no mention of anointing, there's no mention of uh, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. There's no mention of oh, this person is an excellent preacher and this person is an incredible prayer warrior and this person is really prophetic and this person. There's no mention of any of the uh, external charisma as it's called external giftings or expressions of one's um, spiritual gifts or what they're good at, what they're called to effectively. But everything has to do with the character of the people. So if we look at um, Tychicus, who he mentions as his beloved brother, he says he is a faithful minister and a fellow servant in the Lord. So here, the, the focus here is his faithfulness in ministering what God, administering the word of God and being a servant of Jesus Christ. And you carry on and, um, uh, where is that? And he talks about Epaphras, who is uh, a servant of Christ Jesus. And he struggles on your behalf in his prayers that you may stand mature and fully assured in all the will of God. And so throughout it, we see that, I just think it's incredible because recently or, or in, in, in current days, often is the case that we talk about how, how amazing this person is in their preaching, how amazing this person is in their prophesying and how accurate they may be or, or how powerful this person's uh, worship leading is or, or their, their teachings, etc. But actually it isn't about the powerful or the effectiveness that we can see. It's about the person's obedience to God and it's about their heart posture of I am going to faithfully serve God. I am going to to continue to do what God has called me to, not because it looks good. A lot of these people were fellow prisoners, people who were being persecuted and and I just, it's such a reminder for me and for us today that being a minister is not about how much we are praised or how effectively we outwork our giftings. It's actually about our obedience to God. It's actually about our steadfastness, our faithfulness to him. It isn't about being a leader and a pastor. It's about simply saying, I, am, I want to be faithful in loving God and loving people. I want to be faithful in serving him. And so I just thought it was a, a it was worth highlighting that Paul didn't celebrate any of their giftings. They he celebrated their character, they celebrated their perseverance, 
he celebrated their ability to be able to struggle in in continuing to pray so that so that the Colossian church would come to know the fullness of God's will and to stand firm in their faith and so it's all about what is done in the behind the closet behind the doors the the closed doors of the person's heart all of these things steadfastness prayer um persistence and faithfulness all of these things are not something that we would often know about in the public but these are the heart decisions every day saying today i am going to serve jesus whether there is a a clear outworking that people will see or not i am going to be faithful in what god has called me to and i'm going to do it well i'm going to do it with love and with honor I just think it goes completely against what is often celebrated in the world, even in the Christian world, which is how amazing this person's preaching is, how how amazing that is and, and all of those things. Sorry, I'm I'm going on a little bit about that. Um, but I just thought it was really powerful. And uh, yeah, it goes on to talk about various characters and you can have a read of this. I'm just picking out a few bits uh, from today's reading. And the other thing that really stood out to me was just a reminder that church is not a building so in verse 15 it says give my greetings to the brothers at Laodicea and to Nympha and the church in a house so church the community of people are meeting in a house and you know in the current lockdown you know if you're listening to this uh, today which is 20 uh, what day is it 29th or I'm recording it on 28th of November 2020 but you'll be listening on the 29th of November 2020 we're still in the middle of a of a, a lockdown because of COVID-19 and so people are having to just worship God in their own homes in their bedrooms in their living rooms and it's a reminder that that church is not about a building but it is about the people who belong to God who are set apart from God uh, set apart for God set apart from this world for God um, and here Paul is saying hey make sure that this letter is read by uh, the neighboring church community and again we see that Christian communities cannot and should not uh, exist in on their own there has to be a relationship with what uh, what God is doing in other communities because it helps to bring strength to one another and so those relationships are so so important and you know if you've spent much time with me you know that my heart is huge for the united church um in the world but especially here in Guildford where where family church Guildford is that we would uh, see all the churches working together and becoming one church it doesn't mean that we're going to change branding and and everyone meet in one big hall because we all have different flavors and different focuses but in our hearts that we would be as for uh, the other people of God as we are for our own families that their success is celebrated not not seen as a comparison or not becoming envious and that's when the kingdom of God will begin to invade villages, towns and cities, when church communities are not reflecting the way the world operates. We're not in competition with each other, but we are for one another. We are living for the glory of God. It doesn't matter whether your church is growing in numbers and ours isn't, because if you're winning, then I'm winning with you, because we're all serving the same Jesus Christ. And it ends with Paul saying, and say to Archippus, see that you fulfill the ministry that you have received in the Lord. Friends, what is the ministry that you have received in the Lord? What is it that God is calling you to in this moment? 
perhaps you're focused on what God is calling you to in the future that you've uh, let go of the now when actually the now is the stepping stone for whatever God will do in the future and so being faithful what we have now but also sometimes we can be so focused on the now that we stop dreaming with God and so whatever it may be I just want to encourage you to know what God is calling you to today and what God may be leading you into tomorrow so that you can be faithful today and continue to pray and seek God for what may be ahead. So that is the end of our 40 days together. I am, I'm not going to lie, I'm so proud of myself that I've managed to keep up for 40 days, but also I'm so, uh, so blessed that so many of you joined with me on this journey of 40 days. So we have done Philippians, we did 1 Thessalonians, and we did the book of Colossians and uh, this is our 40th day together which is amazing so um, I don't know what the plans are perhaps you know we'll do this again in the new year in 2021 Um, but in the meantime these 40 day podcast episodes will be available for you guys to go back to if you want to or to recommend to other people to start perhaps the new year with Um, but if you're listening to this up to date, then today or, or tomorrow when you're listening on the Sunday at 29th of November 2020, it's the beginning of the Advent season. And I didn't time it this way, but it's worked out perfectly that having spent 40 days looking at the letters of Paul referring to Jesus and how that makes an impact in our lives, in our communities, we get to remember Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who came down from earth born in a manger born where the beasts ate not not near a feasting table not in a in a uh, a perfect uh, human bed you know where, where babies should be where kings should be with silk lined cot and bed sheets but actually in a manger and i really pray that as we enter into this advent season that we would remember jesus his life his death and his resurrection that we would remember how he was born how he lived and what he is calling us to and so i believe that the greatest days are ahead and i'm so excited about the word of god becoming more and more alive in our hearts every day so uh, for those of us who have done the 40 days whether it be consistently or whether you've been dipping in and out just want to encourage you the habit formation has begun i'm telling you your spirit hungers after the word of god after these 40 days and so don't starve it whatever it may be whether it be a verse or a chapter each day i want to encourage you to continue and as always i would love to hear from you uh, what god has spoken to you through these podcasts how you've grown the habit of reading the word perhaps how uh, this has helped you in this season i'd love to know not so that i can celebrate my success but so that we can glorify god because really it was a struggle doing this every day however um, by the spirit of god i was able to and i'm so glad um, that we did this together so bless you guys love you lots and um, perhaps we'll do this again in the new year but until then uh, hopefully i'll see you around but if not continue to walk with god because he has so much that he wants to say to us each day and don't ever think that god is silent when the book the bible is right there And God's word is clearly seen through his word and heard through his word. Friends, it's time for us to know the voice of God. 
and to become more aware of it than ever before for all that he has for us in the future. God bless you guys. Take care.